0: Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, the ultimate destination for principals, leaders, and educators.
1: That's right. We're diving deep into the important stuff, the ups and downs of mental health, the secrets to managing stress effectively, figuring out that elusive work-life balance, and mastering the art of being an effective leader.
0: So sit back, relax, and get ready to embark on an incredible journey with us as we explore the fascinating world of life and leadership. So whether you're a principal, leader,
1: A busy parent, educator, or someone on a mission to make a positive
0: impact in the world, this podcast is for you. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out, a better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. One, two, three, four. What do you got there, pal?
1: As listeners can tell, we're eating chips again. Yeah, mm-hmm. where
0: did where did these come from? This though? is the second uh,
1: edition of our chips and salsa salsa review. Yeah, I talked about these ones last week. These are the Trader Joe's Salsa Verde mm-hmm. um, corn tortilla chips, gluten free. Like I'm em. looking at the bag right now.
0: Um, they got product- a little they got a little coating on them. That I like too. Yeah, <laughs> they're
1: li- they're a little. They got a little bite to them. Kind of, you know, it hits you. The heat yeah. kind of hits you a little bit.
0: Let's talk about the salsa, though. I really like the salsa. Yeah,
1: this is also what I talked about last week. This is the the good good and gather or whatever it's called. The Target brand. Mm-hmm. Um, this is mango peach. Ooh, I like it. Good so a mango, mango peach combination. Yeah. Um, I like it a lot. It's uh, man, I could drink this stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of. Yeah, I'm on a.
1: I'm always. Uh, I don't know what you are, but mm. I'm very much a high. Um, Salsa to chip ratio,
0: yeah. I I do that, yeah. I
1: go through salsa very quickly,
0: but I also like the chips too, though. So, like, I could hammer a bag of chips and salsa, but yeah, it's good, it's pretty good here. I like this Um, stuff, yeah. How's your uh uh, hey, by the way, I, I forgot to ask you last time. Uh, you you uh, dipping yourself into some uh, cold therapy here? I have
1: been, and I've been doing a pretty good job of being consistent. Um, I started what? a um, kind of a new protocol. So what I do? <laughs> so I actually went and got a uh, uh, waterproof uh, timer. Yeah. So I now have a timer. I think Sweet. It's, it's actually. I got it off Amazon. It's actually called a shower timer. So I guess if, you know, you're thinking about like, I don't know, I'm thinking about maybe like people that are putting like conditioner or something in their hair and they want to know how long to keep it in or something like that. But yeah. so I have started a countdown. I start at five minutes and every minute. So I start off like relatively cold, but, <clears throat> but not all the way. Yep. So the first two minutes, I kind of lower it slowly. By the time I get to three minutes... I get it to be pretty much full cold. So then I sit for three minutes in the full cold. So I'm nice. doing it for five minutes total and I'm going to try to up it and, and i yeah, will first try to get it to where I'm five minutes cold the whole time. And then maybe I'll, I'll, uh, increase the duration. You do that in
0: the morning, right? I do. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that's great. I'll,
1: I have <coughs> done it. In, I have done it in the evening too. Um, oh yeah.
0: Sometimes it change. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's good. It's, it's, um, it's hard, it's still hard though. I mean, it's hard to. It's you're like, oh man, I turn that thing down. Here it comes, but it it uh, takes the breath your breath away right away. But
0: helps with uh, it, it, the reason I brought it up today too, because we're going to be talking. Well, uh, it, uh, the the topic we're going to be talking about today, yeah, uh, in your cortisol levels. So um, one of the things it does is helps to lower, keep your your cortisol levels low, um, because in the jobs that we're in, you know, sometimes we're getting our ass kicked um, today. <laughs>
1: yes yesterday, are the, through day.
0: the roof today, all right. Hey, are you ready to go here, pal? Let's uh,
1: let's go, let's go raise the frequency today,
0: let's go spread some good in the podcast universe. Hey, episode 2p44. As always, we are super jacked up to be hanging out here today in the Healthwise Yoga and Wellness Studio. I'm Jason Paris. I'm Kevin Jost, hey, and we are the two principals.
1: If this is your first time tuning into the 2p pod, we appreciate you checking us out. Um, as always, you can check us out on our website, uh, twoprinciples.com. You can follow us on all our social media platforms. Um, go ahead and give us a follow, um, subscribe. We'd love, love for you to rate our show. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, like we said, thanks for tuning in. You got a lot of options out there. So uh, we appreciate you taking the time to
0: take a listen. We do appreciate it. Yep. We're just, uh, you and I, my friend, are just taking one step at a time. And we're having one conversation at a time here, pal. We are. Hey, we are. Uh, one thing I like to always mention, too, we're kind of under that indie podcast. So yep. it's just you and I, we don't have a crew. We don't have anything. It's you and I uh, mucking around here trying to make this thing go each and every week. Uh, and one of the cool things is, is like I don't even, I just found out this week that uh, we reached number seven in the weekly indie podcast charts for under self-improvement. Very cool. Don't know where these come from, though, pal. So, but I did get the email and I was like, oh, okay. How many are in that? There's a hundred. Eight? No. Oh,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> it says the top hundred. Top hundred, okay. So it says we're seven. So, hey, but uh, we're just two independent, cool. two independent guys, chip eating fools, like you say. Uh, just trying to love life and uh, spread some good out there. Hey, uh, I got a song for today's show that uh, is going to match. <clears throat> Actually, I think it's going to match a lot of different things that uh, maybe we're feeling here. Um, Let's see if I can pull this up here. Want to eat a chip while you're doing it? Yeah, you should eat maybe more than one chip. (sighs) Where is it here? I think I'm hooked up here. All right, here we go. Let's see if you can... (laughs) No, hold on here. now You got to...
1: I always get confused with this one, if it's what I think it is, or if it's Vanilla
0: Ice. Now you should know. So this is... This is fitting. Yeah, it is. Under Pressure. This is by Queen and David Bowie. This iconic song captures the pressure and stress that individuals may feel in their lives. What year was this? Song was released in 1981 as a single and later appeared on Queen's album Hot Space. Uh, A couple other little fun facts I found about this. I think it's a beautiful song. song was recorded in just one day with Bowie and Mercury improvising the lyrics together in the studio. Can you believe that? They put this together in one day.
1: I did not have a lot of pressure in 1981. I was five. I was probably worried about uh, getting my Sesame Street in, (laughs) maybe having some string cheese for lunch.
0: Hey, but Under Pressure 2 was a commercial success, reaching the top ten in several countries, including the UK and the US. The song has been covered by many artists over the years, including uh, My Chemical Romance, Foo Fighters, and Shawn Mendes. Uh, Here's the big one that you were saying to start this when the song came on. In 1999, Under Pressure was sampled by rapper Vanilla Ice for his hit song "Ice Ice Baby," yep. leading to a legal dispute over copyright infringement. Who won? You know, because I—I I mean, I remember that, but I don't remember the details. You know, I—you know—I probably look it up. Man, they
1: sure sound similar.
0: Well, the beginning does, yeah. yeah. But I mean, you can't take this away from these guys who put this t- Bowie and Mercury put the lyrics together, and you know all that stuff and. Annoying. so
1: hey no ice might not even been born yet <laughs>
0: it probably wasn't hey under pressure again we are going to be talking about stress in our lives as a principle but do you have any stress Kevin
1: I do <laughs> I do I do I'm struggling actually we talk I'm about a that little, today be a little vulnerable it's uh' I've, I've kind of had a stretch here where um it is it, in all in all seriousness it's Impacting me uh, throughout all areas of my life right now.
0: Right, and you were talking about that with me before the show, just about different uh, things that you know taken away from mm-hmm. certain things. So we'll talk about that. But hey, let's uh, check in the mailbag time here. Mm-hmm. Did have a question from a listener uh, in regards to uh, episode two P forty three? Yeah, wanting to know just some practical tips that you or I or strategies would recommend for someone who's just starting out their fitness journey as a as a leader mm. and wants to improve their overall uh, health and wellness what would you say to that mm, I would say
1: a good strategy is if you're struggling with trying to figure out how to incorporate you know physical activity in your life try to incorporate it with someone else so that's a good point so maybe don't put as much emphasis on the activity part and maybe turn it into like a social thing like maybe go for a neighborhood uh walk uh you know with some neighbors or something like that um try to try to mask it (laughs) yeah doing other things and 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 make the activity piece you know just part of it but you know i would i would say the worst thing you can do is go out and you know buy a treadmill buy a bike go go join a gym Buy a bunch of workout equipment. Like, don't do that because if you haven't done it, chances are you'll, you know, you might go gung-ho for a little bit and then and then fall off pretty quick. Build small, sustainable habits that incorporate movement but um, combined with other things that you enjoy. Maybe you're someone who's really social. So like I said, maybe you join a, um, a, a walking club or, or something like that. Or yeah. maybe you enjoy nature so go go on nature walks you know um start small
0: that's what i would say just start and the other piece that i would add on to everything you're saying is make it part of just your daily life i think Mm -hmm. a lot of times when people want to go on these uh fitness journeys or weight loss journeys whatever it's like they want to get to this one they, they think it's a there's a destination there's no destination in this and that's what the the mindset i would say to people is don't make a destination. Make it, Just make it a journey. Make it part of your everyday life, and you're going to figure out how to uh, do that. Start, understand that, yes, you're going to have to be motivated. You're going to have to be disciplined, um, and you're going to have to be consistent. But just find mm-hmm. something and go do something and start uh, small. Hey, I uh, also got a cool uh, little email uh, to us just uh, thanking us and appreciating us for sharing Our stories of weight loss, being Hmm. vulnerable enough to say, hey, we lost, you know, we've lost Mm -hmm. a lot of weight. And, you know, we weren't healthy at one point. uh, And how we've kind of made those changes. And we've talked about that on our shows over, you know, the course of uh, the last year or so.
1: Had some guests talk about that too. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, a lot of people have been dealing with that. So, hey, last thing is I just absolutely love how we're building our community with the two principles newsletter, and people are signing up more and more people are signing up to our newsletter. Checking out just a, a really quick email that we send out on Sundays, how can people, uh, how can you know, if somebody's out there, they're, they're like, yeah. Hey, what about that 2p newsletter? How can I sign yeah, up? Yeah,
1: for sure. Just uh, head out to the website Um, right there on the bottom of the homepage. Put in your first name, your last name, your email. You will get an email that you will have to verify. And once you click on that, then you're good to go, and you'll get uh, you'll get that email once a week, and and it is just one email a week. We're not we're not sending out multiple emails a week. Um, and then also for anybody that that does get our newsletter, if you ever feel so inclined to forward that to somebody that you think might enjoy it, we've got a link at the bottom of the newsletter that brings us that will bring a reader right to our website, and they could sign up themselves. So. Um, It's a short, short read applicable to things that we're talking about, and it's just another way to reach listeners and, again, like you said, build our community. So
0: Yeah, and I think what we've talked about why we do this is a lot of this stuff has helped us out, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to figure out uh, topics that, you know, how can we motivate people, Um, what are some strategies we can do. This particular topic we have out there right now is all on... um, uh, managing stress in a fast paced world. And that's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about today on the pod. Um, you know, then the the cool thing is, is there's always some sort of resource or Ted talk or something out there for somebody to take a look at. We have challenge, um, stuff. We have a mindfulness piece. Again, we're, we're very big on the whole mental health piece, but again, appreciate all those that are signing up to the two principles, newsletter, appreciate all those that are following us and uh, rating us here on the Two Principles pod. We are grateful for your support, grateful for your feedback, grateful for your questions, and if you do ever have questions or you want to reach out to Kevin or I, it's the number two, P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L-S, podcast at gmail.com. Hey, Kevin, before we get started, i got to ask you the random question of the show. Okay. Um, I thought this was kind of, you know, I... You know, I know you give me a hard time for coming up with these stupid questions, but I think it's a good way to kind of break the, uh, break the edge here. But would you rather have the ability to speak in emojis only for the rest of your life or have the ability only to communicate in animal sounds? So would you rather be speaking in emojis or animal sounds for the rest of your life?
1: Speaking in emojis. Yeah. Okay.
0: So tell, me what, that, tell me what that's like.
1: Or making animal sounds. Man, I'm going to go with animal sounds. Yeah. I don't know why. It just seems like it'd be more fun.
0: Yeah, and I'm just trying to figure out, too, the ability to speak in emojis. Like,
1: like, so you open your mouth and a, and a visual pops up. Yeah, out. That's,
0: what that's what I'm I mean, beginning. that
1: would probably be more productive because people know how to read emojis. Um.
0: Well, you could like if a dog's barking really mad, right? I mean, you know if the dog's growling. No, Rum, that's Rum. true. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that'd be yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one. I guess it depends on where I lived. If I lived out in nature more, I guess maybe I'd go with the I'd go with the uh, the animal sounds.
0: All right, I, I, I that's a weird one. It is a weird one. I know that's your
1: weirdest one yet.
0: <laughs> Come on, man! I've had some pretty stupid ones, but I think I'm <laughs> going with emojis for the rest of my life if I had to do that. All right, so today's topic, Kevin, is I, I, we talked about it to start. It's the pressure. It's managing stress in the fast-paced world of leadership. The other question is, are, are educational leaders the real cause of stress in schools? I'm going gonna, gonna to let that sink in. Say that again. Are educational leaders the real cause of stress in schools? Are we the reason?
1: Are we the reason we're stressed
0: out? And are we causing the stress in the school system? Hmm. I love these chips, by the way, and salsa. Thank you. This this is a this is a multi layered topic. I mean, plus this, I'm this, stress eating right now. I too. Know.
1: <laughs> I told my wife yesterday. I said I I never thought of myself as a stress eater, but I am a stress eater. I came <laughs> home yesterday, <laughs> and I ate um, those little uh, bagel chip oh, yeah. things, and I just I dominated a, a container of uh, hummus. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just destroyed it. Good for you? Oh, she was so mad at me. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a big. This is a big topic. Um, how's that
0: water? Oh, it tastes really good. good. Yeah, the water's good. So, what's your question? So. Well, first of all, we have a friend of the show, too. We're going to call here in a few minutes, but I'm excited to check in with... Uh, we got another friend of the show that we're going to call and ask some of these questions, too. But, Kevin, when you think about your job, your mm-hmm. role, who you who you are, uh, are you to blame for some of the stress? Probably.
1: Um, and I say that because, you know, sometimes are we our, our own worst enemy? Do we get in our own way? Do we... Do we overanalyze things? Do we, you know, m- most administrators that I know are, are pretty um, high achieving, I mm-hmm. would say, and, and kind of have high drive. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just seems to be kind of a common denominator amongst uh, administrators that I know. So I think people that are built like that do have a tendency to maybe overanalyze situations and, and what's the same, uh, paralysis by analysis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are, are we creating our own stress? It, it could be.
0: We very well could be. And, uh, cause I, the reason I'm bringing this up and today, you know, here we are in October and we're, I feel like we're three months into the school year, but we're only what, how many weeks in?
1: This is week six.
0: Week six. And there's that that feeling of burnout, the oh, educational yeah. burnout, right? And you know, I the the piece that I do that I do like is I do believe more and more people are talking about the educational burnout. But really, I think we have to continually break the silence of it and and stop to and stop saying, Oh, everything's okay, everything's okay. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. When you're not okay, when you're stressed out, when your cortisol levels have been dropped for freaking, m- you know, weeks on end, and mm-hmm. you're you start getting away from some of the things that you do, if it's a physical work, you, you stop taking care of yourself because you're so goddamn stressed out. There's a freaking problem. Yeah,
1: I'm in that place right now. To be honest, I'm I'm I am very much noticing how much I'm neglecting the rest of my life, and it's impacting me. Yeah, in a very negative way. So, um. Yeah, it's it's a real thing.
0: And and the role of principals, role of educators and uh, teachers, leaders, all that stuff, we're caught up with people every day and emotions. Mm -hmm. And we are constantly trying to um, navigate through things that sometimes I don't think we even knew that we were going to have to, to mm-hmm. do this as part of our job. So there is there is that. Um, so we are going to talk today about how, how can we as principals, leaders, educators manage our stress? Well, you know, what are some things we can do? But at the same time, you got to be honest about it like you are. Uh, uh, grateful that you're saying, hey. Uh, uh, I'm not handling it I, well right now well you distress but mm-hmm. you, you're stressed out yeah the work is is a lot mm-hmm. and so that's okay to say that and it's okay to 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 talk about it but now it's to figure out okay what the hell do I got to do yeah right so we're going to talk a little bit about that um, I also I, I want to ask I want to ask a friend of the show here in a second when we call but uh, some of the uh, are we doing it to ourselves and, and, and when I say that meaning, I know what you were talking about, but as a system, are there some things we could do differently in the educational system?
1: So you're not necessarily saying, are we as administrators doing it to ourselves? You're saying, is the system kind of doing it to us? Yeah. Like, like, are we collectively, we as education as a whole? Yeah, I, I would, uh, I mean, m- my gut instinct to, is, yeah, we are doing that to ourselves. Yeah. There, there are, well, let me ask you this, Jason. Yeah. Of all the things that you have on your plate to do, how many of them are you doing really well?
0: (laughs) I mean, if I'm going to be honest, you, I think what you're doing is it's almost like uh, you're in a crisis reaction. Yeah, it's triage. You're constantly trying to take the greatest need, the greatest crisis, and you're dealing with that at that time. Mm -hmm. There's other things on your list, there's other things that you need to, supposed to be getting done. Uh-huh. Not sure those are getting done the way that they could be because you're so focused in on uh, this the high intensity of some of those crises. And you then did. there's
1: the stress from, because again, like I said, most administrators that I know are high achieving, high integrity, high drive, so the very fact that we're not able to do the things well, that's giving us stress. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, it's like, yes, I'm stressed out about the situation. I'm stressed out about the, the content and the, and the things that are happening and the interactions and the emotions. But then just overarching on top of it, oh, my God, I'm not doing my job. Right. So then that just compounds. More stress. And it's just this vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. and it's tough
0: and that's where we got to have these conversations and as leaders as principals we have to continually look out for one another help one another out and look at the system as a whole something's got to change yeah are there things that have to be shifted or changed or or done differently because we can't we can't keep going at this pace and and when we're already dealing with a shortage of Mm -hmm. of teachers short of just shortage of employees in education in general doesn't matter what uh what area it is there's just shortages of them right now and so we need to create a we need to create a, a place where people want to come in they want to work and right now it's just not making that up and i think there are some things that maybe um realistically let's you know from from the from the from the legislative side i'm going to be completely frank they're not making our jobs any easier No, not. and i would and i'm i don't care what anybody says if you are a legislator right now, I want you to come in a freaking high school yeah. and spend a week with us and yeah. see what we do. Because they don't, they, you can make all these decisions and make all these changes without even having a conversation with us or without even coming into the you know, buildings and checking it out. There's a lot of things that uh, I, I don't like about that. So mm-hmm. that's just my personal opinion. Hey, are you ready to call friend of the show here? Yeah, who are we calling? Can't tell you. I got to see yeah. if this thing works. i remember the last couple of times. Yeah. Let's see if I get this. Volume's up. Oops, hold on. Hope music is still playing. Okay, I got music. Okay, I got music. You're eating chips, aren't you, pal? Mm, mm, good. good chips. God, I don't know. I hope this is the right number. What if I'm calling the wrong number? <laughs> See if they want to talk. <laughs> uh, I wonder if he's gonna an answer. Maybe I got the wrong number. Let's see here. Did you tell him we were calling? Yeah, I got. Ch- I got. I had to have a lot of numbers in here for him, so I gotta. That's
1: all right. More chips for me.
0: You know what? He's probably stressed out. Oh, I think he was. That was his. Uh... Hold on here. Hmm, hmm. Where'd he go? Right here. Oh, ba, 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 All right, I got a different number here. Probably dealing with uh. Probably dealing with something. He's probably stressed out. Hello, hey, Doctor Buzek, you're on the Two Principles Pod. How you doing?
2: Good. How are you? I just stepped out of a meeting here.
0: <laughs> Sorry about Sorry. that, pal. Hey, uh, you're with uh, Kevin Jones here too. Kevin's on the other side here. Hey, um, you are a friend of the show. We had you on the pod. Uh, what was that June or was it? I think so. Yeah, start of the start of the summer. We had mm-hmm. we had the bees on first start the summer, but yeah, we're talking today about managing stress in the fast-paced world of the principalship and education. And one of the questions I'm asking Kevin today, asking myself, and I'm going to ask you, do you think educational leaders are the real cause of stress in schools?
2: (laughs) I think we all have a hand to play.
0: Yeah.
2: get a little feedback
0: I don't know if you can hear me here yeah I got you I can hear you so you just I'm left a-
2: myself twice oh are you did you but uh, well, I think you got corrected
0: oh um I gotta yeah well you're coming through fine yeah, it sounds good here I gotta uh so you're coming out of a meeting right now huh I am yeah so you you are you are just grinding and working here a little bit later on a uh, on a Wednesday, into the evening here. So, what uh, what do you think about what do you think about stress in general and, and leadership? Because I just basically was not on a rant here, but I was just talking about how I think some of our our, our legislators aren't doing us any fa- legislators aren't doing any favors by dropping all this uh, crap for us to do without even coming into a goddamn building and checking out what the hell we actually do each and every day.
2: That's funny. I got. Uh... I just had that rant the other day about just people in general uh, coming in and giving us, uh, you know, feedback or trying to delineate what our work is, and they're not uh, here on a regular basis or daily basis.
0: Yeah, they're not. They're yeah. That's a t- that, that's
2: the trust. It's that trust. Trusting you as a professional to be able to do the job. Nobody likes to be micromanaged or be looked over your shoulder. It's not that you're not open to feedback. But it's just that constant scrutiny, and and it's with everything. It's online, it's the parents, it's uh, just everybody's got an opinion on what you do. And we can't really comment, especially if it comes to student uh, issues and things of that nature, so we're kind of stuck just taking the beating.
1: Yeah, I would agree, 100%. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about how every day it feels like you're just getting stuff thrown at you and you're just, you're just, um, being constantly judged. And, um, yeah, it's hard. It's difficult for sure.
0: Um, yeah. So, so this is, we're talking to John Beza. He's a principal of Prior Lake, uh, high school down there in good old Prior Lake. What, what's your saying again? It's a great day at the lake. Great day to be a Laker. It's a great day to be a Laker. It's a great day to be a Royal. Um. <laughs> hey, uh, no, seriously, though, what are some things, though, like the the piece that, you know, since since you've been on the show, John, our, 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 we've had more and more followers, more and more people tuning in and we're grateful for all the new listeners and all that stuff. And so some of them may, may not have heard uh, your episode yet? So if you haven't heard uh, John Bezik's episode, go check it. Go check it out in the library there, and he's got so many awesome things to say. But I want to ask you, what are some? What's some advice you? You know, you've been around the game now, and I I appreciate having uh, just open, honest, authentic conversations with you around leadership, the principalship and all that stuff. But when it comes to the stress stuff, what what are some things you'd recommend to some, you know, younger leaders, people wanting to get into it, people doing it right now stressed out? What are some things you recommend?
2: I think you got to place realistic expectations on yourself and I think you got to you got to get involved in the organizations and know uh, your colleagues because none of these situations that, while they're all unique in and of themselves like they're not the events themselves are not unique everybody's kind of been through it so even though you got to handle it you got to know that it's not the first time something like this is happening and if you talk to other people that's why i always thought the uh, summer or winter workshops were great to go to because you you get to just converse with people and go okay we're all going through the same things mm-hmm you know, you see a lot of times you see these things on social media that, Hey, this school's doing these great things and this wonderful thing. And when you talk to them, it's like, okay, we're doing a lot of the same types. So it isn't, you know, like you're behind the eight ball. It's like, great. and it isn't like you're the only one dealing with these issues. Great. So it's just getting that context. Cause I think when those things happen, uh, you, you think you're out there alone or you think it's, you're the only one that's happening to, and that's just not the case. It, you know kids are kids and buildings are buildings and and the situations just kind of cycle through and and that's what people don't understand that it, we're constantly in trying to pr- solve problems and improve systems and all that but you get a same you, you get another group of kids and they're always going to kind of bring up the same types so like mm-hmm. every, yeah so uh, it's just it's just being honest with yourself and and having realistic expectations and you know we're not expecting perfection but sometimes the public thinks that you know why are these things going on or this or that you know you, so
1: speaking speaking I'm of still
2: the, getting that echo so sorry if i'm sounding a little odd here no
1: everything sounds fine on our end i don't know what it is um speaking of the public how do you what i call like turn down the noise like how do how do you how do you eliminate all the distractions that are happening, which I think end up causing a lot of stress in this job is because there is, there's just a constant barrage of noise that's happening, whether that be from the community or, you know, there's stuff happening. How do you handle that?
2: Yeah, you know, I think part of it, I'm a, I've been around a while, so I expect that it's going to happen and it's going to die down after a while. So I don't uh, get to a high or low. But okay. I think part of that is just being consistent and showing people that, hey, when this stuff flares up, it's going to be all right. It's gonna, you're going to find out that what your initial thing that you were all excited about really probably wasn't that uh, big of a deal. Uh, and that we do tell parents, if there is something going on, we do communi- we communicate what's real, but we don't respond to every little thing. Because mm-hmm. you could create the issue as well. There's sometimes people want to put a statement out about everything, and it's then it sounds like there's constantly things going on. Right. It's like, you know, I've got three thousand kids in my building. It's it's like a small city. So anything that goes on in a small comu- in a small community goes on in my building. So let's be realistic about things. You that's know, there a, are going to be kids point. that are that that make poor decisions, and that uh, get it. You know, that uh, and we work with them. We work with them to try and to try and uh, get them on the right path. And we've always done that. Kids have always made poor decisions and tried things. The thing that's different is it wasn't uh, put out there in the world of social media for everybody to weigh in on. And those stupid decisions weren't uh, relayed over and over and over again. And everybody got to debate it. You know, we always had those conversations and helped them grow and help make better decisions and help them mature. None of that has ever, none of that's changed the kids aren't any worse. The kids aren't really making any horrible. If I'd say they're actually better than they've ever been, they're, they're friendlier than they've ever been. They treat their peers better than they've ever been. But the stuff that happens get amplified so much and everybody beats it up and dissects it. Yeah. The only difference I see is with the social media is that kids can't get a break that you can, yeah. uh, you know, it, it follows you 24 hours a day if something happens. So
0: it's a good point. Yeah, that's really good. And and understanding that, uh, you know, and and part of it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Sometimes we are the ones amplifying uh, what's happening and making, maybe making a bigger deal out of it than it really is in in our heads. And so how can we, I mean, we're going to take every situation, we're going to take every, you know, thing serious, we're going to deal with it, but sometimes, uh, you know, breaking it down and working with you know working with students and families and making sure hey we're going to get through this and all that stuff so i think that's great have you got any other questions for bees
1: I don't. He should be getting get, get back to his meeting.
0: No, we're gonna keep him on. I got. Uh, hey, I Hey, yeah, we, saving we, me. We, We've been doing. Uh, we've been doing. So the last couple episodes, we've been bringing in chips and salsa and eating chips and salsa to start our show because Kevin's a big chips and salsa guy. I like chips and salsa too. So last week I brought in some chips and salsa. This week he brought in some chips and salsa. And So it's a, a different type of chip, and he's got uh, what is this? Mango. Mango peach. Mango peach salsa. salsa. Do you, are you? You like chips and salsa? <laughs>
2: But I don't like anything that sounds like a fruit or a vegetable. So
0: uh. <laughs> so you're telling me you don't like salsa? Uh, you know, I, I
2: tolerate
0: salsa. You tolerate salsa. Are you more of like, uh, how about uh, nachos? You like nachos? Yes,
2: there you go. Cheese would be my
0: thing. Okay, so you could have some cheese on there. Okay, that's good. Hey, what, you go. what are you doing for dinner tonight? Not sure yet. Okay, you. you Sorry
2: maybe drive up to the Paris house and see what you're throwing <laughs> in the grill.
0: Uh, yeah, you're always welcome, bees, to come on up. But uh, yeah, so you don't know. Is, uh are you guys? You know, you guys are empty nesters now too. I mean, are you making more of the meals? Uh, Leanne making more of the meals. What's uh, what's that look like?
2: Yeah, we, uh, she's working from home, so uh, she's usually the burden falls more on her. But we. Uh, you know, we've been doing some of the uh, things where you order the prepackaged things oh, sometimes yeah. too when you get a little busy and all that. So I think mean, I don't know what the heck the different companies are, but we've tried a couple of different ones. Yeah. Some of those are good. It's kind of nice to have something uh, where you can just kind of throw it in there and yeah, kind of then... ease your stress level so you don't have to worry. And one less thing to worry about.
0: All right. That's another way to lower your stress level. And then plus, you probably have some leftovers you can take for lunch the next day if you're a big leftovers guy like know. me. What about uh,
2: if you know me? I I don't leave too much on <laughs> <in> the plate.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't uh, you don't want to go hungry, do you? <laughs> uh, no. There's hey, no uh, what uh, last last thing here? How's the uh, how's your yoga uh, practice been going?
2: It's been good. I've been getting back into a groove. I go Saturday and Sunday, and then once during the week.
0: That's great. It's good, and that's another piece. Yeah. Anybody you know out there listening that. Uh, has never tried yoga or done yoga. That to me, I don't know how many years ago when I got going on yoga, but that's that's been a great practice for me to really kind of get in tune with your body, mind, and spirit, and you know, decompress. And uh, yeah, you feel definitely feel better after, especially if you're doing like a hot yoga or something like that too. So
2: you it do. It gives you a little time to collect your thoughts, but it also helps you stress out or uh, de-stress, I should say, and stretch out. Yeah. You know, for me, it, I, I just feel I feel great overall. You know, yeah, could I drop more pounds? Yeah, but, but but I feel I feel good. I don't have the aches and pains and all that you know, it's good. It puts me in a good
0: headspace. Well, that's what I was going to say, the mental clarity piece, you know, we were talking a little bit about that too last week. We'll probably talk about that more today too, but yeah, the mental clarity, but yeah. Hey, Bees, we so much appreciate you being a friend of the show. We uh, we appreciate you. Uh, always love your insights and, and the comments and, the, and, and what you got to say. You're doing great work down there in Prior Lake. Keep it up, and uh, we may be checking in with you at another time if you're okay with that
2: anytime and anytime anybody that uh, is out there that just reach out if you got a question or the this or that or you're looking for somebody to bs with uh, i'm always happy to help uh talk through situations because i know that's uh, helped help me out when we had uh, some of our stuff a couple of years ago other uh, other principals reached out and i called called and talked to them about how they dealt with the same uh, problems and issues and it, it really does help it, it and uh, i'm i'm willing to do that anytime
0: Awesome bees. I appreciate that. Well, hey, you have a good night. Tell Leanne hello and uh we'll talk to you soon.
2: Sounds good. You guys take care. Take
0: yep, care. Bye bye. Wonder what meeting he was in. <laughs> you know what's funny is he took the call. He took the <laughs> call from idea. us. <laughs> you know, know, know. he probably was like, crap, I see the first one coming
2: through.
0: <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> he was trying to sneak out and he answered <laughs> it. Good for the bees. I like he's uh you know, he's he's talk about like just Honesty and, and just about the profession, but yeah, go ahead. I
1: was just gonna say three thousand kids. I know. I know, it's crazy. Twelve hundred more kids, twelve hundred more problems, twelve hundred more conflicts. That's a lot. I know three thousand geez.
0: I know. And you I'd like to you know, that's the other piece, you know, we break down like resources and staffing you know, uh-huh. like that. How much more or right? Like, where is that? Right. How is many it? how many APs do they have? Do you know? That's a great question. I want to say. Five?
1: I was going to say at least five. Mm, so, I mean, you'd think, right?
0: I mean, I don't know if, I don't, I probably checked to, I don't know if they have like a, a deed model too, or like a, you know, principal on assignment or, yeah. you know, principal in training, whatever. So, yeah. Hey, we're, we're on the topic of managing stress in the fast paced world of leadership. And, you know, Kevin, we've talked about this, being a principal, being a leader, being an educator in education, uh, comes with immense i mean immense responsibilities and demands mm-hmm. and it's it seems like it's never ending there's there's no break into that you know we have to make sure we're ensuring that uh, our students are you know successful right mm-hmm. they're they're doing what they need to do we're managing staff you know mm-hmm. personnel uh, budgets uh, community relationships i mean that's just a that's just a few that are popping in my head, but that pressure can be overwhelming, and that's one of the things that I hope today when we talk, Kevin, is uh, you know we can talk about recentering ourselves with the mind, body, spirit, yeah. and hopefully you can get back to getting connected again. And you know what, I'm I'm seeing you know yoga's going here tonight, health wise, so maybe maybe we got to jump on a mat here after the show. And and that stuff is great, and I get it
1: that you have to do that, you know, you have to do those things, but. <laughs> I think the real work comes in into play with what are you doing at work? Like you can, you know, I can, I can, I can go to yoga every night. I could go to a therapist every night. I could do whatever it is I, I want to do to try to, you know, balance myself or center myself, whatever you want to call it. But if I keep going to work and just doing the same stupid thing over and over again, and I'm not changing and I'm not reflecting on what it is that's causing stress that's not going to do me any good either you're, you still got to figure out what it is that you need to do at work maybe you're somebody who doesn't prioritize very well right That's right what I was gonna so go with, yeah so <laughs> you first got to figure out okay I'm, I'm bad at prioritizing that 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 is what is causing me 80 percent of my stress well learn how to prioritize make a change figure it out ask for help right so mm-hmm. Again, yes. Yeah, still do all the stuff outside of work, but but if but if you're just doing the same thing over and over again, you're just going to get the same
0: results. Right. I think the key word is that being able to prioritize your work because when ev when everything feels urgent all the time, which it does. I don't know it, but it, mm-hmm. it, it does. But how? But if everything's feeling urgent all the time, then. I don't
1: know about you, but I I get stressed out when I, when I don't email stresses me out. Email is a a huge stress. Oh yeah.
0: Yep. Looking at it and seeing how many are coming in and when they came in and if you didn't get back to,
1: I mean, I find myself throughout the day thinking about, oh my God, I haven't looked at my email in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. There's, there's probably 20 unread emails. Mm -hmm. Like it is a thing that actually is on my mind all day long that's not good right now what's what's the answer to that i don't know because you can't stop people from emailing you right <laughs> right <laughs> is, that a, is that a cultural thing is that a is that an organizational thing that maybe collectively we need to say you know what we need to stop sending so i mean it sounds silly right but what if everybody said You're only allotted so many emails. Like (laughs) what what, what I was going to say. What if you only had five emails a day that you could send?
0: Five. I was going to say five in a week. Well, whatever.
1: (laughs) But but if you were told, and there was some way to like you know uh, police that, yeah, that would cause you to be really really mindful with who you send an email to and what the information is. The rest of the time, get off your butt, walk down the hall, and talk to the person. Mm -hmm. Because how many times are we
0: emailing people in our building? Right. A lot. Well, and I think the, you know the 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 argument there would be: well, it's saving himself, saving time. Yeah, right. They're going to say, "Well, I'm managing my time, I'm saving time." And that would it's
1: pretty be, easy to ignore a computer and, as opposed to somebody walking into your room, though.
0: But you know, a lot of times too, as I've been trying to do this too, before I'm going to make a phone call or an email. Is there a way that I can just maybe figure this out myself? Yeah. Right. Right, because sometimes it's like it's really easy to say, "Well, I'm gonna send this to so and so because I think they're gonna be able to," you know, maybe they're gonna, uh, maybe they, they can figure it out. But I think sometimes we have to do a better job of figuring out what we need to do. But again, that I would say prior, prioritization of what really needs to get done. I what I've done too is really looking at my day. I used to come in and and just. What would you stress me out, but I've changed my mindset now on this because I've just let it go. I've just literally visually let it go. I used to always think I have to get this much done every yeah. day. I come in now and I look at what's what's the what's the highest priority? What are the crises that I got to deal with? And I'm just going to hammer in on those and I'm going to take care of those. And then those littler things, those those smaller yeah. things, I might not get to them. And yeah. I might not get to them for a couple of days. I, and I have had to be okay with that. It's taken me a long time to get there, but to realize that we're in a profession where we're dealing with people each and every day and those emotions and stuff comes up, but we have to deal with it. And you just got to deal with those, those high priority tasks. And I know somebody will say, well, everything's high priority. I don't know. I could, uh, you know, there's certain things like today. I looked at my day, something came in today that Mm -hmm. I had to took me away from what I was doing because that took priority.
1: Yeah, I had one of those days today. Uh, today was one of those where if you ask me what I did today, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. Right. However, it's because I was so dang busy from the time I walked in until the time I walked out that it was all just a blur. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a single thing done that was on my list today. Because things were happening so fast with so many different people and coming in simultaneously, it was you know part of it was due to staff shortages, you know, so we had people out, and so I was the point person for certain things, and and so it was it was one of those days where it was just kind of a perfect storm. Yeah, and and those days are going to happen mm-hmm. uh, for sure, and and I don't think I don't think. Um, Here's the other piece I want to I want to put out there too. I I don't think and I think you're on the same same um side of this as I am. We're not necessarily saying stress is something that can be eliminated. No. It it it's I think we should also maybe even go a little bit further and say Chronic stress, yep. is, is bad, right? Chronic stress is is the stress that you are just you, you can never get rid of. It's just happening over and over again. You don't have a good relationship with it, and it's destroying you, right? I, I think you can have a healthy quote unquote healthy life and still have some stress.
0: Well, sometimes I think stress can be good at certain well, times. Yeah, right? I mean,
1: it certainly is the it's the um, you know it's sometimes it's the answer to procrastination. Absolutely right. I mean, so it's not that that we're saying stress is horrible. Um, Chronic I mean, stress
0: is horrible. Yeah. That that's what I'm talking about. Where it's yeah. day after day after, right. day after day after day, you can't. Your cortisol right. levels right. are right. are just. Right.
1: I mean, if a bear is chasing me, I want to be stressed out because if I'm stressed out, I'll run faster. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> right? will. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I just wanted to make that distinction, but um,
0: yeah. I think that's a great point cuz stress there is that there I do think there's there's times when stress is good but it can't it's not what the research will tell you all the stuff that's out there all the science that's out there if it is happening over and over yeah. and over and you're not dealing with that that's bad. Yep. If you it, go through yeah. the day and you feel stressed out about uh, maybe I got a big test coming up or I've got right, right. something going on, that's okay because yeah. it, then you're going to drop it back down again, right? Yeah. But if you're if that's fired up yeah. all day long, yeah, that's that's not good. I just want to talk about a couple other things. We were to, you were, you you had the good point of just really maybe trying to prioritize your day a little bit differently. That goes into like you know time management too. Yeah, and I know like a day, like for you today, maybe that time management just went all over the place because you were constantly from one to the next, to the next, to the next. And, you know, it just, you couldn't do that. But time management could also be another way to kind of break down and look at, you know, how I'm going to spend the day. And that's going to change because in the the role of education, the role of leadership, the role of a principalship, the role of a teacher, that, that can change. The other thing too is, you know, you, you, you can't pour from, if you're, if you're continually empty, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't, you're not going to thrive, you're not going to go. And John Beezer brought this up here just a bit ago, is to build a supportive network. Yeah. You know, find people that you can talk to that are in your line of work that you can do that with. You know, I'm really grateful for the team that we have. Because we can joke around, we can have fun, we can smile, we can laugh. All that stuff um, and talk about that. But I do think it's important. And I know for us, we've we've really wanted to make sure too we're connecting with other high school teams as well, too. And now a word about our partner, Healthwise Behavioral
1: Health and Wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners. HealthWise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. HealthWise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person. Located right here in Maple Grove, Minnesota, HealthWise is ready and able to assist you with becoming the best version of yourself. And now, back to the show.
0: So, yeah, but I would say surrounding yourself with, uh, you know, like-minded colleagues who understand the challenges, like, mm-hmm. you know, John said that, uh, that you're facing, uh, you know, they, they, you know, they can provide, you know, advice, empathy and, and shared experiences, which I think are great. Um, the other thing too, is, you know, reach out to sometimes we're, a f- I've talked about this. You've talked about this. Sometimes I think we, we, we think we've got to like be big, tough, strong and, We're never, we don't ever need support because we're just, we're, you know, that's a bunch of BS. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay to say, shit, I don't, I need help. I need help. Maybe I need help and I got to go, um, ask for help. Or maybe it's, I need to go check in with somebody because I'm going through a pretty shitty situation and I, and I need some help to go through that. So
1: I think it's okay to say too, that you don't even know what the help is that you need. Like, Like I need help, but I don't even know, I don't even know how you can help me, but all I know is I need help. Right. Like that's okay. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you get to a point where you are, you are so just, just burdened by, by everything that's happening. It's okay to just say, you know what? Things aren't working right now and I can't even necessarily identify what I need, but I need something. Now, part of that process, like we've always talked about, is, is you got to know yourself and do the work. But it's, it's okay if you don't have the answer right now. Ask for help even if you don't know what it is that you need help with. Right. That's, that's, that's okay.
0: The, totally. That's a great point. And something that you were talking about uh, earlier today with me is when you get in these uh, seasons, I'll call it a season of this, is really go back to simplicity, Mm-hmm. That would be some advice that I would give others is get back to simplicity. What are the, what are the bare necessities that I need right now? And that yeah. could be, I need a freaking 10 mile run. That's yeah. my bare necessity today. I need to make sure I get eight hours or nine hours of sleep. That's my bare necessity. I need to make, find out what those, what that is. And it could be one, two, three things and do it. Yeah because yeah. that that that's that that might spur mm-hmm. on something I will I will
1: share a strategy that I know I've done in the past and I need to implement again because I'm really feeling things right now um I've been dealing with a lot of negativity like that that for me this is this is I'm dealing with a lot of behavior I'm dealing with a lot of just just negativity I need to be purposeful and go interact and engage with students in, in a positive way I need to have positive interactions I need to purposefully seek out positive interactions with students because that will help for me that will help me circle back to my why and get me back grounded with this is why I'm doing this I've got a box up on my up on my top shelf and, mm-hmm. it's, and it's full of um little notes and cards that I've gotten from kids over the years parents you know whatever and and now just as i'm talking about this i can't believe that i haven't done this because i've done this in the past i pull that box down i shut my door and i spend 15 minutes and i go through it yeah and i read them perfect and i'm like that's why i'm doing this yeah so i gotta i gotta be intentional i gotta get back and i gotta have some of those those interactions with kids in the next few days um because i'm i'm lacking that right now and that's that'll
0: help me well, the, the piece that I'm hearing you say to me right now is that, A, you're, you're, you're first of all, you're aware of it, you're naming it, mm-hmm. and then now you're understanding that sometimes if you're spinning in that so-called negative cycle, yeah. recognizing, okay, I got to step out of that here, and I'm going to go put myself in some other interactions. I think that's a great, great advice, Kevin, for uh, people to, you know, to do the other thing I want to say is, and I was saying this earlier, is a lot of times as principals or leaders or educators, we always want to be perfect. We always want to think that we have to know everything all the time and be perfect and put that stress on us all the time. At the end of the day, no, you don't. There's going to be times when you don't know or there's going to be times when you screw up Yeah. and you're going to have to be uh, okay with that and you're going to have to be okay with not being perfect all the time because... If you're going to go, if you can go in every day with a positive mindset, just my, you know, I'm going to do the best I can today with what I have and how I'm going to do it. I'm going to treat people well. Holy cow, go do that. And you know what? If you're going to, if you, if you make a mistake, whatever like that, own it, be it. But I think that in itself sometimes can alleviate some unnecessary stress by just realizing I don't have to be perfect.
1: Yeah. I think that's super important. So,
0: um, well, I was gonna ask you something else here uh, bah, 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 bah. Uh, well you kind of were hitting on this but let's let's maybe go a little bit deeper into this because you're saying that you're feeling this way mm-hmm. but if there's somebody out there listening or maybe there's somebody that wants to know what are some of the maybe some of the signs that indicate you may be experiencing excessive stress. What are what are some of those signs that you that you can name? And I know you've named some of them, but what are what are some of those signs? Two two that are,
1: that jump off the page for me right right immediately is my relationships and interactions with people outside of work are mm-hmm. not as healthy as they normally are. Yep. Um, because my capacity to to interact in those relationships fully are being taxed right now because I'm spending my time trying to process all the things that are happening during the day. You know, you, you know, we don't get to process during the day. It's we don't have time. We don't have time. I mean, I I hate, I mean, I hate to like try to say, you know, to try to equate this profession with, I mean, it's almost like a first responder. A first responder doesn't get to show up on an accident scene and go, oh, my God, hold on. I need to sit down and process this. They don't get the luxury, right? Now, I'm not saying we're dealing with with death. That's, I mean, okay, but we don't have the luxury. We can't do that. And so all day long, we are putting our emotions aside and we are working through the situation. So when I get home... Uh, my brain tries to process everything. Yeah. And oftentimes when I'm in these, in these cycles of, of negativity and, and stress, it comes out in a very ugly way. <laughs> mm-hmm. be, I'm just going to be honest. And, and to the detriment of my relationships with people outside of work. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that's the number one f- red flag for me is I'm noticing my, my decline in quality and relationships outside of work. And then the other big one is, I neglect my, my physical, uh, activity. Mm-hmm. Um, I skip more days. I, I, you know, and it's because partly, you know, it's mental, but I think it's also partly my body is just, it's tired. It's tired. Yeah. I mean, there, there is a real thing with, you know, stress. It, it makes you fatigued. Um, so those are the two big red flags for me.
0: Yeah. Those are, I mean, and those are I mean, what I'm trying to say here is, first of all, you need to figure out what are your signs, but there are other signs too. And you hit, you hit a couple of them, but I want to talk just quickly about, some of them could be um, like frequent headaches, right? You're getting frequent headaches and that could be because of the, your increased tension and and pressure. Um, Another one could be, I know this is for me that I deal with them. When I know that I'm, when I'm uh, experiencing excessive stress, I have difficulty sleeping. And I'm one who can pretty much, you know, I'm pretty good sleeper, but I know when I'm experiencing excessive stress, I have difficulty sleeping. Um, And it could be because, you know, uh, I'm noticing my anxiety rising more, Um, obviously, my thoughts racing and all that stuff. You hit on this one is the irritability and um, uh, mood, right? That. That, that's an, that, that is a, uh, an indicator, um, that affects, I mean, your patients, right? For you, sure. you, you, like you said, those that you go home to sometimes you're, uh, when you are irritable, uh, that is affecting your mood, which causes you to have less patience. And then maybe you're saying some things, or doing some things that yep. aren't very nice, uh, difficulty concentrating, making decisions are some of the other ones that come up, um, when you're overwhelmed. And then just that unable to keep up like you and and you kind of named it with some of your trying to keep up with your physical activity and all that stuff, unable to keep up with that. So, so those are some of the signs that um, if you're dealing with excessive stress that maybe you can recognize and notice it, but you said the key point earlier is being able to recognize it and be aware of it. And then what I would say is break it down small and, Bring it in and start doing one or two of things, and just start doing them um, to take care of it. So um, let's see, Kev, I got let's see. Um, we talked about the yeah, obviously we talked about the importance of you know prioritizing um, as a leader. I mean, we could talk for you know hours on this one, but you know, self care, right? Oh yeah, getting to your getting to a point of uh, yeah. Of but that but
1: again, like I said, that self care piece is one component. You you can do everything you want uh, outside of of the job that's causing you stress, but don't be a yo yo. Don't don't just go home and 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 oh things are great, and then go to work. Oh, I know it's going to be a crappy day. Like do something about it. And I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. I'm not saying you're going to flip a switch and be like, oh, I know it's causing me stress. Boom, it's fixed. Okay. But but the self-care piece, yes, you you, you have to. That's part of the equation. But I think it's so vital that you try to take steps towards fixing or correcting or transforming or altering whatever it is at work that's causing the stress. If it's fixable, sometimes maybe it's not then you have to ask some bigger questions. Mm -hmm. Like, is this something I want to do? (laughs) That's a whole other topic. But, I mean, there are certain times where you're going to be stressed because of something that cannot be changed. Right. Okay, but again, like I said, then that's a whole other set of questions.
0: Yes. (laughs) And that's that's like another, that's another, it could be another topic of you know, do I need to make a change? Right. And that, yeah, I could do that. But yeah, the, the self-care piece is, you know, so important and when I'm hearing you talk and, and, you know, you're saying that that hasn't been maybe in place for you and it sounds like you're going to, you know, start to put those, put that back together, uh, with that. I look at it too. Like, um, when I'm going through really stressful times and all that stuff, and i'm not saying this is easy by any means and this has taken me a long time to get to this you could ask my wife this but i try i've been really purposeful about being mindful and using mindfulness to really really check in with myself and figure out what do i need what does my body need cuz like yesterday mm-hmm. i thought i you know i came home what I needed to do is I needed to be out. I needed fresh air in my face, and I needed to, I needed to be out in nature by some water. Yeah, I went and did that. Yeah. I felt in the 45, 50 minutes that I was out there, I just I, I, it came down, right? There could be times when I've come home and I'd be like, you know what? I need a 30-minute nap. I have to Mm -hmm. listen to myself and really be in tune with, okay, Jason, what do you need? There's times when I get up in the morning, I know I need an extreme physical lift that I mean, I get like just hard, right? Mm -hmm. Or there's times when I'm like, you know what? I just need to really stretch my body, do some good yoga, really, you know, do some good breath work and all that stuff but really trying to figure that out. And and that's when I'm going to go back to uh, mindfulness again, has taken me a long time and I'm still not, I still got a long ways to go, but really trying to get intentional with my body, mind and spirit of what is it that I need to do? And then, and then to go do it and and not make it this big grandiose thing, but just Make it that one thing and, and just go do it and see if mm-hmm. you can shift. Or like you were talking about when we started, jumping in the cold therapy. Yeah. There is so much research out there about what that does to your brain, your body, and how that shifts. Mm-hmm. So Well,
1: it's you know the, the the neat thing about it when you do it. I, I challenge anybody to do this. Try this. Get in a cold shower or jump in a cold, cold ice bath and try to think about anything other than the fact that you're in cold water. Try try to do it. You can't. You can't. You can't you can't be thinking about what's stressing you out know at work. It's impossible. Right. At least
0: for me it is. Yeah, you're trying to you're just focus so on You're so focused on and,
1: how cold you are yeah. and trying to just maintain being in there. It's a nice way. I know it's only a few minutes, but it's a nice way. It really does turn your brain off in terms of that cycle of thinking about what's what's going on and what's what a you know the hamster wheel so to speak. Um,
0: <laughs> there is that hamster wheel I mean, that I, goes, it, my it, friend. It's only
1: a few minutes, but it's nice. It's a nice break.
0: It does I I've been doing it now, oof, probably since we uh, since we probably mm-hmm. started this pod. Yep. So it's been it's been over six months I've been doing yep. it, and I tell you, man, I. I love it now. It's like I can't I can't go without it because yeah. I do I really do feel like it helps uh with my stress level, my cortisol levels, all that stuff. So um obviously we could get into, you know, with stress, we could get into supplementation, we could get into nutrition. Um, you know, but sometimes it's okay to like what we do. We came here We just mowed down some chips and salsa, right? Sometimes you just gotta you gotta do that, right? You can't just be like uh, whatever. Hey, I want to ask you this question. Sure. Um, And this is gonna go back to one of the what I started with: are like educational leaders. Are we sometimes responsible for creating the stress within the school system? But what are some things that maybe you could do as a leader, a principal, that can maybe foster create a positive, supportive school culture? Um, that can help reduce the stress for staff. In particular, I'm just going to stick with staff right now. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, uh,
1: I'm thinking about, like, professional development opportunities. Um, you know, we often, you know, and this is maybe a shift that needs to take place. You know, when you think of PD, what what does everybody think of? Oh
0: my Curriculum. God. Yeah, curriculum. I got to sit here and I got to do this shit, you know. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. it is.
1: Why aren't we offering opportunities for for uh, professional development related to stress management, overall health and wellness? Like, why is that not happening? You know, we talked to um, uh, John last week, and he had that little short tidbit about yeah yeah at a staff meetings creating opportunities and space for staff to talk about how they're taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. What a I mean, that's a, that's so simple, right? you know why are we not taking the opportunity to provide those those resources when 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 given the chance i mean again professional development we immediately think about curriculum maybe we need to start thinking about other things stress management techniques all that stuff
0: wellness check-ins yeah
1: i mean it's just
0: like you said are we part of the problem right how can we uh, – uh, well, I'm challenging myself now, and even from we when we talked to John last week, what are some things I can do a better job of in our current system that can help the staff, you know, understand and, and I hate to say, like, I can't eliminate stress, but help with some of that to make it um, – uh, more positive uh, where maybe they're they're talking about the fun ways that they're taking care of themselves or they're mm-hmm. talking about new recipes that they're eating or some uh, just something that it, it, it kind of shifts a little bit so it's not that uh, crazy because um, I mean we could sit in there and you can you can go down the negative mm-hmm. negative Nelly train there pretty quick so yeah, sure I think too it's you know you said the the PD um but just also providing opportunities. And I guess this goes to what you're saying too, providing opportunities for just staff to talk about it too. Yeah. Right. Having that growth mindset. Um, You know, we've, we, you know, there's so much research and, uh, you know, I've been spending a lot of time in the last, I don't know, few months just talk just with gratitude and understanding what, what it means to be, uh, grateful and your gratitude practice and how you can um, really change the way you see things, the way you do things and, and all that other stuff. So, Hey, I've got some fun facts here. And then um, how much time we got? Where, where are we at here? Are we, We're at an hour 10. Oh my God. We we should probably wrap this puppy up my friend. Um, but I was just, what did I see here that um, obviously this is a, I mean, this is a no-brainer, but sometimes it's good to remind yourself this, but did you know that laughter is a powerful stress reliever? Oh, yeah. Laughter triggers the release of, obviously, your endorphins, which are natural mood-boosting chemicals in the brain. So don't forget to bring some humor into your principalship or educational <laughs> role, my friends. Make sure you're doing that. Um, this is the one that I, I talk a lot about, and this uh, for some reason this, this has helped me a lot, but... Research has shown that spending time in nature can significantly reduce stress levels. Taking a walk, uh, nearby park or going through, uh, I call it forest bathing, (laughs) getting into the forest, spending time in a garden is a great way, uh, for educational leaders to unwind and recharge, um, engage in creating activity or creative activities, you know, uh, You know, a lot of times, yeah, we talk about, a lot of times we talk about all the exercise stuff, but what about, like you said, music, Mm -hmm. painting, uh, playing an instrument, writing, uh, journaling, all those things too can help reduce stress. Wordle calms me down too. Yeah. I do that every day. Yep. Allows your mind to focus on something enjoyable and act as a form of therapy. Um, You just said it's singing or listening to music. I know we've had some guests on that um, both uh, like to sing, but then also like to listen to music, right? Yep. It's a proven calming effect on the body, uh, mind, and soul. Um, and then the last thing, here's a, the thing that I was just talking about was the gratitude. But studies have shown that practicing gratitude can significantly reduce stress levels and improve overall well-being. Consider starting a gratitude journal or implementing gratitude activities Within your school community to foster a positive and stress-reducing environment. So, those are some fun facts. I think are not fun facts, but some also some things you can do. Anything to add there?
1: No, I think those are all good. I think I think um, I I do think that was interesting. That you know, we always talk about like physical activity for reducing stress, but there is a there is. I do I agree with the the creative side. Um, Man, if you. I'm, I'm sure, I mean, I don't know how to play drums or guitar, but I would imagine coming home and banging on the drums for <laughs> a half an hour. That'd probably be really therapeutic. Heck yeah.
0: Get the guitar out.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's important.
0: Or, I mean, even um, painting or drawing. Do mm-hmm. you remember like just coloring? Oh, gosh, yeah. And how, like, that can be like some mm-hmm. good therapy. So, yeah, that's a good thing. Hey, some book recommendations. You get, I, I, I threw some on there. You want to tell some of the listeners, maybe some of the book recommendations? Well, we
1: got one called The Stress Solution uh, Using Empathy and Cognitive Behavioral Therapy to Reduce Anxiety and Develop Resilience. It is uh, by the author Arthur. Um, I'm not even going to be able to say his name. I can't name.
0: pronounce his last name. but Cara yeah.
1: McCauley, maybe? That might be a good, yeah. Um, we've got The Burnout Cure, Leading to Love, Teaching Again, Learning to Love, Teaching Again by Chase Milkey. Um, And then The Edu Protocol Field Guide, 16 Student Centered Lessons, Frames for Infinite Learning Possibilities by Marilina Heburn and John Corpo. Mm hmm.
0: So I have not read those myself, but... Yeah, those are, those are books out there. I mean, there's so many books. Again, if you just type in like stress and uh, how to deal with stress as a leader and all that stuff, uh, I think so. Kevin, let's wrap up here. You talk about one of the things that... Uh, one piece of advice you'd give the <laughs> listeners. And- one,
1: one piece of advice for, str- for stress, um, I, I think, is sit down and figure out what your warning signs are. Um, you're, you're not going to fix anything if you're not even aware that you're stressed out. You might feel it, you might, you know, but, but until you actually identify what your warning sign is, um, to where you can accurately identify, Hey, I, am I'm at, I'm at, I'm at the level. I need to do something about this. You know, I'm not saying you go home, you had a hard day, you go home and maybe you're a little irritable. Okay. That's, that's not the end of the world, but if that's happening night in, day in and day out, you know, for two weeks, that's a problem, but you got to know that that's the thing. That's the thing that, that is, is, um, the identifying piece. So I would say work on figuring out what your warning signs are.
0: Love it. I think that's a perfect, 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 uh, strategy for those to, to do. I would say for me, um, don't get yourself in that realm where you're going to, to, uh, burnout. Um, find the, find things that you enjoy and make sure you're doing those. And I don't care what that is. I don't care if that's, uh, reading a book, uh, going for a walk, um, making a, a new recipe, find things in your life that you enjoy to do and make sure you're doing them. And the last thing I'm going to say is don't forget to love yourself. Hey, my friend, I always love hanging out here at the Yoga HealthWise Yoga and Wellness Studio. Yo, yoga and Wellness Studio. And I was just about yeah. to say, because I just saw somebody else yoga. So we might have to go do some yoga here today, go do some good breathing. I appreciate you bringing in the chips and salsa today. The, the mango was fabulous. I mango loved peach. it. Mango peach. The mango peach salsa was fabulous. The chips were fabulous. I will bring in chips and salsa next week, my friend. Um, thanks, my friend. Everybody, have a
1: great rest of your week. Make sure you are continuing to live and lead with purpose. Take care. See yep. ya.